Fades, I'm DM Brad, and you're listening to Chapter 3, Episode 8 of The Fade of Ison. Huge thanks to our totally sick, wicked, rad, dope, and or bodacious supporters over on Patreon. Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, Sajay Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, and Sam Malcolm. This is for you. Okay, so what happened last time? Banfor met Bruckham, the leader of the Seven Brutes Gang and self-proclaimed boss of the Vice District. Banfor noticed he was being spied on by Bruckham's goons and decided to make a bold statement with their blood. Marley did some fact-finding and learned about a special event coming up at the Killing Grounds, Stonemore's prized Bloodsport Arena, in a few days' time. Um... <laughs> Yeah, How many times do I have to recap? Because my notes basically exist of we were in the Necropodicom with Paul the proprietor, and I was getting drunk with Friday. That and was ben ages Paul ago. Was doing some stuff in the Vice District, something about a window. And <coughs> oh, I was I was trying to fix a window. Or I broke a window. Yeah, and then and I just got wild ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I one just thing... got the four different missions that we've got written down. So, yeah, my notes aren't great. One thing that I, I'm i a bit confused about um, with Oliver's mission. I mean, I'm, the whole thing is confusing to me. I don't know what he's doing. But he went and he made a point of going to get a ladder and then used it in a fight. But I wasn't <laughs> sure what the ladder is actually for. Like, do you still have the ladder, Oliver? I still have the ladder. Of course, I haven't okay. got the ladder. I didn't get the ladder for the fight. <coughs> it's not just okay. a fun and games ladder. It's a ladder. Cool, Cool, as long as you're keeping track of that. You're going to Um, be very unimpressed, and it's a very uncreative use for a ladder. It's essentially going to serve as a ladder. Oh, you're going to just climb something. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, sweet. It's a ladder. I I can't wait for that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, brief recap to get us all back in the the right mind state. Um, Last time, uh, Banfor met uh, Bruckham a large ogre with an eye patch who claims to be the vo- uh, the boss of the vice district um, and the guy who runs the brutes club which um, he described as a fight club and he wants Banfor to be a part of it um, he claimed that Banfor bears a striking resemblance to the champion uh, the as yet unnamed champion of the killing grounds uh, before the next day got followed around the vice district by Bruckham's goons and he fought them and killed their their like sergeant I guess Lunas a bald-headed man who um, left behind a flask engraved with the name Lunas and um, some a pouch of bloodweed and a lot of blood oozing from his body that Banfor scooped up into the flask for I don't want to know why <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the others, as they fled, said, Bruckham's going to hear about this. Um, Marley learned about an upcoming event at the Killing Grounds, which apparently is a very special event, and people are hyped as shit. Um, she talked to someone, I can't remember who, about getting... Behind the bar, the dude behind was it, the bar. Was it Paul or was it someone else behind the bar? No, it was somebody else because I gave them gold. I remember he kept putting out uh, yeah. the price. Yeah, you you gave him five gold um, to in, to buy a ticket in advance. I, I'm not. I can't remember why you gave him money to so he can buy his own ticket. I think because you're intending to buy a ticket too. I was being nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just was um, like he was. He said he was saving for it, and I was like, well, don't save for it. Here's the money to go to it if you can tell me when it's on. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was, sounds. He right. had to come and tell me when it was happening. Yeah. Um, and then you headed out into the city, um, but you couldn't decide if you were going to go find Banfor, uh, to figure out what he's up to, or if you were going to go looking for Shabs, the goblin inventor. Mm. Um, and then you landed on the decision to just go and do some recon to like maybe find her, but not confront her. Uh, and you're going to do some shopping. And that's when I introduced you guys both to the idea of Jobla, um, the... (laughs) merchant who will inexplicably exist in every city and sells everything <laughs> no i am job i am jobler you you need leather you come to jobler you need health potion yeah. jobler man for you um <laughs> jobler a sense of stereotype pretty vague stereotype we'll not worry about jobler <laughs> 
It's from she Eastern I've seen. Your guys How about we I don't worry about Job? He is just from place that he is from. Okay. It don't matter where Jobla from. Jobla here now with you, selling you the thing you need. Hey, you don't get Jobla so problem. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm just gonna sound stupid and racist. Oh. Go for it. I'm adding flask of Lunas's blood to my uh, to my inventory. Yeah. I thought you already did because you 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 asked for the spelling of his name, so I assumed that meant that you wrote down the flask. It did You're not. You're assuming he keeps the piece of paper he writes on. Oh, oh this point. one was in what I call my filing system, aka near my jizz rags. Mmm, <laughs> classy. I'll file that under TMI. <laughs> I'll file that under erotic. <laughs> no, I have a lot of sad wanks. Hi guys, it's me. <laughs> Living the it, real life that I live. It me, what that? Um, <laughs> it me, what that? Nick it me, IRL team. It me, IRL. Um, okay, so if we start with Banff, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly where we ended it with you. I had just stabbed a dude in the throat a whole bunch and gone back to my lodgings. Let's go with that. You've, you've gone back to um, the Maker House. The sort of um, very makeshift warehouse turned halfway house where you've paid uh, a few gold to stay for the week and you accidentally tore a window out of the wall um, and you set up your mice in a corner where they are slowly building their own mouse acropolis, <laughs> as in your words. Mouseopolis, and, yeah. And you've left all of your valuable belongings in the room as well. Um, okay, so in the alleyway outside, uh, Banfor sets the ladder against the window frame and climbs it into his room okay so you um okay yep cool so you just push the window out of its frame to get back in yeah well the window stayed out of its frame there's just a hole in a wall (laughs) okay um above Um, you know roll me a d20 to see if that was a security risk while you were away low very low you got robbed What are we what calling very low? Uh, <laughs> five or below? Six. Woo! <laughs> Didn't get you robbed. Did not, you did not get robbed. Because um, that uh, would have been problematic. <laughs> it would have been a real problem. Because I would have had to do a lot more murders than I'm already going to have to do. And I'm borderline genocidal. So, um, okay, anyway. so, yep. You have returned to your room via a letter. So you've not alerted the front desk orc lady to your presence. What are you doing? Uh, wonderful. So Banfor then uh, takes pulls the ladder up into the room uh, behind him, um, and Banfor doesn't have any wards or spells. I've got speak with that. Oh, I've got speak with animals. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Could have used that a while ago. You could talk uh, to your mice. Oh, I have beast sense as well. I like that we've never talked. I'm a big fan of that. Could have, didn't. <laughs> Um, Banfor then goes about uh, setting himself a um, escape slash trap system uh, which is essentially uh, getting the uh, ladder to sit on the roof across the alley so he can get onto the roof and sort of coiling up a rope and securing it in the room so that he can get out the window quickly if necessary Um, as well as um, some manner of thief deterrent um, which I would assume is um, smearing feces and blood around the window frame um, so just Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, finding some sort of... Uh, is, we're in the Vice District still. Um, like, is it so bad that there's, like, corpses everywhere? It's not that bad, but you uh-huh. get the impression that, you know, if there was a corpse, people wouldn't really do much about it. It might eventually get cleaned up. Okay, cool, cool. Don't worry. No need for corpses right now. Um, but, yeah, blood and feces... Um, let's say, and uh, just, you know, make it a less attractive uh, proposition. Um, so it is, is it now the next day after I've seen the pharmacist? Uh, yes, that was at night. Um, and then after that, you went to the Bitches Bollock, the the bar where Brockham met you. And then, yeah, this is the next day. Nice, cool. And I told the pharmacist that I'd be back the next day. Right, good. Um, yeah, you said you said a few days, I think. 
You okay. didn't really specify, but you wanted a hundred well, doses in a few days of what you called excited euphoria is what you were going for. Excited euphoria. Uh, euphoria. Fantastic. Righty ho. Um, uh, so, uh, Banfor exits out the front door. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, you walk past the orc lady who, who works the desk. And she obviously, she, she shows a brief moment of looking confused from having not seen you enter, mm. but seeing you leave. She's like, um, what you, wait, where are you coming from? Where do you think I'm coming from? And then she looks down at like the bottle at her desk and she goes, I've got to lay off the sauce at work. No, you don't love have a little more. It all gets clearer through the bottom of a bottle. Roll persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> see if I get her dr- to drink. Uh, so 14 plus one. Yeah. She, she looks at the bottle. She goes, you know what? They don't pay me enough to be sober for this. <laughs> and takes a big swig. Um, Banfor exits and uh, starts walking around the city, bumping into uh, a lot of uh, sort of flicking coppers to beggars he sees along the way. Uh, as in like every beggar he sees along the way, he flicks a copper. Thank you, mister. Um, this will become, um, if unless otherwise stated, when Banfor uh, passes a beggar, he flicks them some sort of coin. Okay, yep. To a point um, where it's, it's a the, natural part of his character. Yep. They all start calling you Misa. Um, this is a Game of Thrones reference. Yeah, <laughs> at least it's not Massa. <laughs> um, wait, that means mother. Yeah, but it's so, what all the slaves... That's what all the slaves call Daenerys when they when she frees uh, them. Freedmen. Because they aren't slaves anymore. They were. <laughs> Until Misa. If you have a tyrant, you're still a slave. Particularly yeah. if she ruins your life or whatever happened in the last episodes that's made something about dragons. Who the fuck knows or cares? Anyway. Um, yep. There was giving never cop- a good series. Back giving off. Giving coppers um, to uh, yeah, being nice to beggars and wandering around. Uh, arrives back at the pharmacist's house. Okay. Um, yep. So it is. So the doors open. It's clearly open for business. Um, there's, there's a busy crowd in the merchants' district. Um, lots of people going about their business midweek, and um, you know, of course, all the you know dust blowing up off the road and hogs going back and forward carrying carts and wagons and things, and. Um, you notice no one's going in or out of his shop, mm-hmm. um, but but uh, as you remarked the night before, there are like various gang graffitis and stuff outside his and his alone. Mm. Um, are there any members of those gangs evident? Roll a perception check. Seventeen. Okay, uh, yeah, across the road from the shop, you do see, like, just a toe sticking out of a shadow in an alley. And you can you get the impression that there's someone there, like, keeping an eye on the shop. Uh, um makes this kiltus route around uh, the street, not letting on that he's seen uh, the toe, the offending toe. Um, and gets around the corner from it and reaches behind the corner in a quick snake-like motion uh, and attempts to grasp the throat of this loitering person. Okay, roll stealth to sneak up on this spy. Uh, <laughs> that's a five. Uh, yeah, you do not. You round the corner um, and you make a few like um, scuffling steps and then you hear like pattering feet running away very quickly into the distance. Uh, Banfor runs after them. Okay. Um, so they ran out into the lit street, so now they'd like join the crowd, and I guess we can have a skills challenge if you want to roll me a couple of a uh, couple of rolls to um, pursue this person through the crowd. Give me three acrobatics checks. Uh, 13. That one. Uh, 22. Wow, okay. 21. Um, yeah, the, the first... So you, you get 
close to this person and you, it's just a person uh, quite a short humanoid figure in um like a brown cloak you don't really get to see any facial features um and from behind and then the first time you you get really close to grabbing them but then they just sort of duck out of your reach um the second t- um, time you get close you so you're ducking weaving in and out of people and you trip on someone's foot and they get a bit of distance on you but then um as you are uh, just start you just start bowling this crowd out of the way and eventually you just get a hand right on the back of this person's neck and you get a good grip like around their throat from behind fantastic and they're like oh, 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 oh. uh four blindsides them with a heavy punch to the side of the head <laughs> okay i won't get you to roll the attack but roll the damage uh, uh four it should just be one plus your strength Cool. Um, I am uh, aiming to knock them out, by the way. Okay. Uh, strength is plus six, so seven. Oh, your strength is plus three. Oh, my strength is plus three, rather. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, four damage. Um, and, yeah, that doesn't knock them out, but they are still in your hand, and just, like, um, you could tell that you did a lot of damage to the back of their skull. <laughs> uh, Bamfor grabs them by the collar and, and drags them back to the pharmacist's shop okay so just through this crowd do you yep. um narratively do you try and like hide what you've done nope. from the crowd because this nope. is not the vice district anymore this is the merchants district nope that's fine <laughs> oh okay oh, all right in that case people clear the path like moses parting the sea people do not want to be involved in whatever just happened between Fantastic. this giant this giant man and this person he's got around the throat has the is this um this area of the merchant district i would imagine that this being a city such as it is fairly rough as in like street justice for thieves sort of situation um there's lots of guards um Hmm. most of the time there aren't any at this particular moment but you could you know imagine that there would be some maybe patrolling soon Hmm. or or you get you certainly get the impression that people are on their best behavior because there are penalties for bad behavior fantastic Cool. Um, Bamfor returns to the uh, pharmacist shop, and just to get an idea of it, it's a fairly solidly built facade. Yeah, it's just a it's a stone cube of like um, sandstone color. All over like top ones. by an awning of some kind, or the um, no, just an unadorned, completely unadorned, apart from the sign above the door. Whereabouts is the graffiti? Um, just on one of the outside walls, okay. near the door. Uh, Bamfor um, hammers a uh, knife into a crack in the wall about, um, let's say, eight feet up, so fairly easy reach for him, uh, wraps a rope around it and um, ties that same rope around uh, his uh, quarry's thumbs and hangs um, the young gentleman up by his thumbs with his pants down. (coughs) Brutal. So... Um, yeah, now that you get a closer look of uh, at this person, um, his hood falls away, and it is a young human man, pro- probably in like maybe late teens. That's fine. Um, quite a quite a like small wiry build, and he's got like a um, uh, like really pale skin, and sort of like a really shadowy like a teenager's um, attempt at facial hair, like not a lot going on. Um, and and he's kicking very nervously like in a very vain attempt to sort of like pick his trousers back up with his feet uh bam four punches him very hard in the stomach okay damage again he's not going to avoid it winding him oh so it's just one past three against another four yeah um you knock the wind right out of him and he's just noticeably sags so he's still Uh, hung up he's hung up but he's uh, then rips his, his clothes open a bit just to make him look like a fuckhead um slaps him on the forehead and walks inside the pharmacist he's, he's like through um, ragged breaths as you walk past him he says you're going to pay for this Banfor <laughs> uh, walks back uh, gets very close and says you can't afford me and then walks into the uh, into the pharmacist it makes no sense what he just said, by the way, if you consider the syntax, syntax and then call and response. But I like it when you say cool guy stuff. You know? <laughs> cool guy stuff is cool. This is a fact. 
Anyway. Oh, you don't know uh, who else is watching. Who else just saw you do that? Who knows? Oh, and that just dude just got the shit kicked out of him. So who's he to talk? Anyway, um, so Ding Ling Ling, um, per custom, Banfor switches the sign to closed and uh, shuts the door behind him. <laughs> you just leave. I love that you just left that dude outside for like a guard yeah. to come along and okay, His buddies or, a will good, see him. or a good Samaritan. Um, <laughs> oh, I expect nobody will touch him uh, because he's quite clearly a gang member or a thug of some kind. So either the guards will get him or his mates will come get him. Okay. Um, yeah, and Teeman the elf um, is there, and he was obviously aware of something going on outside his window. Um, he was ready for someone to come in, and he sees that it's you. He says, "Oh, uh, Banfor, you're you're back so soon." Hello, mate. How are you? Good. Um, what were you doing out outside my walls? Dare I ask? Oh, I was picking up a bit of rubbish, mate. Oh, that's mighty. Kind of you <laughs> to yeah, clean no up worries, our streets. No worries. Uh, you might want to get your walls clean. I doubt they'll be getting dirty anytime soon, but you know, you never know. Yeah, I've been meaning to get on that. Um, but a- anyway, how can I help? Oh, how are we coming along with the chemistry? Oh, well, I've. Uh, oh, hang on. Oh, let me roll for him. Oh, nice. 19. Oh, I've, I've, I've come up with the idea for exactly what you need. I haven't had time to. to mass produce it but i do have a sample if if you would Ooh, be interested would be lovely what have you got okay um just wait here and he disappears around out of back room uh Banfor looks around the room uh what sort of potions are there not being able to read but they, you know skull and crossbones or you know uh yep you, you see what you recognize as uh like the usual health potions and stuff that you've seen quite a lot mm-hmm. uh, which are just like very small vials that you could just take in a shot basically um and like the varying shades of red like there's really pale red and then there's like a darker red and then like a really thick heavy rich red mm-hmm. um and there's like a couple of potions that are green you don't see any symbols like you know skull and crossbones poison type of thing but it, it all looks like it's on the up and up all his potions and there's also on the table where he works there's also like various tools that you might not think an alchemist or a chemist would have um more more blacksmithing type tools there's like hammers and, and things like that tinker tools tinker tools all right nice very cool um so Banfor sees these things yep and then he just comes back out and he has um a closed hand and then he holds it out to you and he opens it up and there is one tiny teeny tiny little circular pill he says i i, I know you asked for a powder um but i thought this might be more efficient if you were looking at dosages this is one dose i hope you don't mind have you tried it Uh, i haven't but with what i've put into it 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 should have the desired effect uh says be right back uh walks outside and um holds his friend's nose until his nose not until his mouth opens and then puts the pill in (laughs) And then stands back and watches with his arms crossed. I'm not even going to roll anything for this. I like that. <laughs> and he he's like kicking, like trying to force you to stop what you're doing. But he's powerless against you. And then after about 30 or so seconds of hard kicking and like trying to yell for someone to help him, but everyone's kind of avoiding the situation. People are going about their business, pointedly staying away. Mm. Um... And uh, then uh, there's a noticeable change in him going from kicking and screaming to like very relaxed posture. And then he just looks up at you with this dopey grin on his face. And he says, hey, it's it's fine. This is fine. We can Uh, we can just we can still be friends. Uh, Bamfor nods happily to himself, uh, cuts him down, says, tell your friends, and kicks him off down the road. Uh, does he notice that he's essentially balls out naked? Uh, he notices, but it looks like he's quite happy about that. <laughs> like he's proud he, He's proud of his junk in the wind. Uh, Bamfor pulls his knife back out of the wall, um, coils up the odd ends of rope and puts it in his voluminous cloak. Um, and heads back into the uh, pharmacist um, and says, wonderful, I'll take 10,000.
Well, th- this that one was quite expensive to produce. Um, How much? Well, it, it took a, a gold to produce that one. I mean, well, if, I, not... if, if I mass produce, it will cost a lot less, but so still... So, 50,000? Sounds about right. Let me just let me just do some sums. Uh, these ingredients aren't entirely that easy to come by. Just just give me a moment, and he oh. d- again disappears out the back. Uh, and, Banfall continues uh, to look around the shop. Does he spot anything uh, that looks uh, any like? Okay, can I roll for I don't know survival or something, and see if there's like an area where I would hide the naughty things, like a back room at a joke shop or uh, you could like roll the investigation of a video shop. Yeah, investigation. Cool. That, my good friend, uh, is an unnatural twenty. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you, you have a good Bryce Courtney book. You have a good look around, and um, you do find um, there's there's one potion like on the shelves of potions. They're all meticulously placed and spaced apart, but you happen to notice that there's one that's clearly ever so slightly out of place. Just enough that you could look at the shelf and be like, something's wrong. And then you pinpoint that that's wrong. Um, and behind it, there's like the wall pulls out like a drawer. Mm. But it's very small. Like you would only ever keep something very tiny in there. Uh, Banfor pulls it out. It's empty. Banfor keeps it on his person and goes back to wait at the desk with that on the table. Okay. And I just need to do some math. Hang on a minute. <laughs> How many yep. how many of these things did you want? Uh between ten and fifty thousand. <laughs> um You know Banfor only took seventeen thousand dollars worth of gems, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. The fun part about it is when you sell the first thousand, it pays for the next fifty. He comes back and he tells you that if he produces that amount, um, he can make them for um, five silver each, which is half a gold. So it's cool. a total total of 5,000 gold. Cool. Um, so Ban Force is um, well, 5,000 gold. Yeah, for, for 10,000. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Ban Force is, well, let's start with the 10. Uh, and you and uh, let's also tell me what goes in this box. Oh, um, that uh, you weren't supposed to f- find that. No, um, I know that. That's it, why I'd like to know what it it's, is. It's nothing sinister. Um, just you know, every now and then a, a business owner like me needs to keep a little funds hidden from prying eyes, uh, be they. Uh, be they legitimate or otherwise? Well, I would recommend uh, that you get a bigger box. And Banfor pulls out um, the 600 that he has on him and puts it on the table. Is it 600 gold or 600 gems? Uh, it was 600 worth of gems. Oh, 600 worth of gems. Okay, cool. So we'll call that 600 gold. He, um, do you, so you do you tip it so it like pours out or do you like place it in a pile? Like uh, describe a, describe this money mountain of d20s nice and they just spill out yeah he his eyes go too wide for his head um and he just goes sorghumal's balls um you're right i'm i'm gonna need to oh boy uh this is real this is this is really happening um uh two pieces of advice uh firstly Get a guard. Uh, secondly, pretend your dad died or a grandfather or something before you go spending any of this. Very, very astute advice. Um, well, I, I best get to work. Um, I might need to yeah, hire extra staff for this. Well, uh, anyway, I'll be back in uh, in a week for the first thousand. Uh, as ever, if you don't make it happen, I'll cut your nuts off. All right, see you. And he doesn't. Leaves. Yeah, he doesn't say a word as you leave. You, you could. You, um, the air is thick with his like stress of just standing. Like, what have I just accepted to, to be a part of? Um, 
Yeah, so I paid a little over the right price. So an extra hundred for a thousand. Oh no, it was going to be five thousand gold. Yeah, but I've ordered a thousand. Oh yeah, oh you see, you only want to order a thousand for five hundred. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I've given him six. Yep. Cool. Cool. Uh, and bam for heads out. Okay, uh, heads out where? Just in general, back to the vice district, or are you heading somewhere else? Um, he's kind of looking for. He's following the general direction of the naked man, uh, who he assumes is going back to his mates. Yeah, he's he's shuffling his way through the crowd, still pantless, like he does not mm. care at all. And you easily catch up with him, uh, and he is yeah. just heading back to the vice district. Uh, Banfor follows him from about thirty feet back um, as part of the crowd, and just watches him go. Okay, cool. And we'll cut over to Marley um, in a different part of the Merchants District who is deciding uh, what to do about um, shopping and shabs and what have you. Yeah, totes. So she's kind of going to be strolling because she's not in a super hurry to get anywhere. She also doesn't really know exactly where she's going. So she's just kind of keeping an eye out generally around the merchant district to see if she can see like a goblin-y, engineering-y, whatever looking shop somewhere that someone who was working on miniature clock towers might look like they were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, after a, uh, roll me an investigation check, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, cause she's, she's wandering, right? So, like, yeah. she's just looking in shop windows, um, you know, like, looking at what people have to sell, like, just... You know, like doing that kind of meandering. Yeah, I'll see if you can... I roll okay. perception or...? Uh, investigation. Investigation. Uh, 16, plus 1. Yeah, so while you're just idly wandering, um, you do start to notice patterns and, like, zones within the Merchants District. So, like, you enter an area where there's lots and lots of fashion... Uh, then you enter an area where there's uh, more like furniture and homewares and things like that and like lots of different stores selling the same sort of thing. Um, and then you notice you sort of just unintentionally wander into what's clearly an area for like tinkerers and inventors and there's all sorts of shops that um, look like, yeah, it's like, hey, ye old gadget shop and things <laughs> like that. And um, So it's just like staring in the window of like one of the the like gadget stores and she's kind of marveling over the the little duck that seems to go down all by itself and suck some water into its beak and then come back up again all by itself and it just keeps doing it and she's just kind of sorcery like, like fixated on this thing it's like wow what kind of magic is that and what do you use it for like she's fascinated she suddenly looks at herself in the window like she catches a glimpse of her own reflection and is utterly horrified for a second because she looks like shit. Like, she hasn't had a haircut in months. Yeah, plus like she's hung over from the night before. Yeah, her skin's, like, real pasty. Like, remembering vaguely that one of the districts she walked through only, like, five minutes beforehand had, like, beauty parlours and stuff, she wanders back that way because she doesn't want to meet somebody looking how she looks. Do you know what I mean? Hey, have I got a thing for you? Yeah. (laughs) Look at my (laughs) face. She's, like, looking for, like, a hairdresser slash, like, you know, like, facial salon where she can just go and, you know, sort of indulge herself a little bit like she used to when she used to live in the capital city. Okay, sweet. Um, Oliver, can you give me a... the name of an animal? A real animal? Any animal. Swallow. Swallow. And Jules, can you give me a a, um, a word to do with beauty and fashion? Okay. Uh, style. Okay. You come across a spa slash beauty salon called Swallow Style. <laughs> Why did I not think about that word? it's it's super edgy there's like house music pounding um through speakers boots 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 and it seems like like no one works there and everybody's angry and gay about it (laughs) 
It's super fabulous, but dark at the same time. Mm, yeah. It's like an under... people behind the desk have like half-shaved head and it's like purple on one mm. side. Everybody's yep. smoking really thin cigarettes. Yeah, there's a, there's a very, very tall, like stick figure, lanky woman behind the counter with like a very square jaw. And she's got, yeah, the, the half-shaved head and the half like purple down the other side. Oh. And she just says, Welcome to Swallow Style. I'm Greta. <laughs> Hi, Greta. Greta, look at me. I don't want to. You're disgusting. Exactly, Greta. Save me. Oh, honey, you're beyond saving, but we'll do our best. Okay. I I, I have faith in you, Greta. You look amazing. She forcibly grabs you and shoves you into a chair. Amazing. It's just what I like. And then then turns her back and walks away from you to greet the next person. And you don't even get to see your stylist who then comes. And let's roll a d20 to see how this goes. Okay. Can we then roll a d20 for the hairstyle that comes out? Can one of them be bowl cut? <laughs> okay. Um, Jules, I'll get you to roll a d20. And don't roll, don't roll it yet. If you I'm, roll I'm, I'm be- below, a, if you roll a five or below, you end up with a bowl cut. And this uh, is canon. Oh, God. Um, um, actually, you get to choose. If you roll five or below, it's either a bowl cut or a rat tail. Oh, God. A bowl tail. Um, it's a bowl cut with a rat it's tail. It's a turtle. It's the turtle cut. Yeah. <laughs> turtle cut. It's, um, bowl what's cut that? with legs and a tail. That's doesn't, the, that's doesn't, an aardvark, doesn't an aardvark have sort of like a, it's a the bowl Guys, I mean, I know you're used to this motion, like but tail? I've been shaking for a long time, so... <laughs> Can I let go yet? Hang on. If it's if it's if it's six to fifteen, they do like they they just clean you up. Like you look the same but better. Yeah. yeah. If if you get like a fifteen or oh, sorry a sixteen or to twenty, you they make you look wicked. Okay. And this is just a in, straight D twenty A, like no. This is just, yeah, just a standard D twenty. Yeah. But obviously on a net twenty, she gets an inspiration point. Okay. For an for inspired yep. here. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. I so want the one to five. <sighs> oh, yes, it's an eighteen. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. It was um, this close yep. to being a five too. Like it did that whole thing where it rolls and it pauses slowly on the five before it flicked over. Fuck, that would have been worse. Um, cool. So this um, stylist, whom you never actually see, they they approach the chair from behind and they just get to work without saying a word to you. Like, yeah. they're so adept at doing their job, they don't even need to know what it is you want. They know what you want. Um, they know what you need. Wait. And um, just these hands sort of like rub your hair, rub around your face. Just oh these, these two hands just go to town on your head for what feels like hours and and then they just let you go and then you turn around and there's no one there like who did that and then you catch yourself in the mirror and you look fantastic you're like this is the Mali I want to be yeah amazing this is the Mali I want to present to the queen later on too so I'm glad can I come can I come back Greta (laughs) (laughs) um cool I go to the counter because I assume I'm going to have to pay for this. I don't even care yeah. what it costs. I'm happy to pay yeah. it. I look amazing. She, um, yeah, look, looks you up and down and then, yeah, like a, like a good 20 seconds goes by where she's like assessing whether she likes it or not. You look great, darling. Thanks, Greta. That means heaps from you. Yes, it sure does. I'm so fabulous. <laughs> Swallow style, I'm giving it just such a Yelp review. Um, and then she charges you, let's see, how much should this extravagant experience be? Mm, I think, well, I think 10 gold. 10 gold is like a huge amount of money to spend yeah, on something like... Yeah, I was going to say, because it would be like 180, like real life. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so. like, that's like monstrous amount of money. So yeah, 10 gold. Hmm. Cool. Happy with that. Okay. Like, 
anyone, any like commoner who learned that you spent 10 gold on your appearance just now would throw produce at you and call you like a noble <laughs> witch or something. But I'm Mally Crap and I deserve it. So. <laughs> cool. Now cool. that you're so adult, walking out of, now walking you're out of, up. Yeah, walking out of Swallow Style, feeling much better about myself. I head back in the direction that I was in when I got fascinated by the little water duck thing. I briefly stopped to watch the water duck again, just going, <laughs> still going. Oh, so good. Uh, and then I keep walking. Just and knock I'm... on the window. Hey, it's still going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy, right? How I'm are like... you guys doing this? Don't look at her. <laughs> She'll keep talking. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at my wristwatch thing that I don't know is a wristwatch that I'm calling my mini clock tower. And I'm like looking around and I'm looking for something that looks like either it or the name Shabs or something like that. Yep. Um, you, you don't see any references to clocks or the name Shabs or anything, but one thing stands out is that most of these um, like gadgety, inventory type establishments um, look, they, they all look pretty much the same. They've all got like signs out front with the name of the proprietor and like a picture of a spring or a picture of some kind of like little mechanical piece but there's one that um is very simple completely unadorned and it just says hate it over the um over the door like the sign it just says hate it yeah so molly's gonna obviously go well that seems like a sign a sign being a sign <laughs> is kind of a hate it thing to do to be fair so yeah, go in there. Speaking of that, I really should go to a hate it temple sometime soon, I suppose. <laughs> like, I know I'm talking to the real god, but it's still probably polite to say thanks. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going in. Okay. Um, so as soon as you walk in, the first thing you notice is, so the outside was very tidy and simple. Um, is austere the right word there? Yeah. Yeah. So severe in its yeah. its simplicity. Yeah, but the inside is the exact opposite. It's basically a hoarder's paradise. It's just piles and piles of newspapers and broken bits of machinery and stuff. Um, lining the wall is hundreds of clocks of various sizes, which if you didn't if you didn't own a wristwatch, would be amazing to see clocks this size and so many of them in one place. Mm. Um and the but standing right in front of the door like so you almost walk into her there is a goblin woman with a huge smile on her face because goblins have enormous mouths (laughs) terrifying and and she's almost as if she was waiting for you to walk in and she just says to learn is to expand the universe and gives you a big smile and waits uh hate its blessings upon you uh we men we man did you say ma'am ma'am <laughs> she says ah oh, and upon you i knew you would come well, i knew someone would come uh, oh uh what, what have you got for me you've got a surprise you've got a surprise i had a feeling i woke up the other day with a surprise as a feels a feeling that someone someone will come with a surprise and 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 and, and i don't know what it is but i haven't seen anyone until now and gives you a big smile. Like Marley's kind of like looking over her shoulder, like, does nobody else come in here? She goes, she looks around at the mess as if like silently telling you, does it look like people come in here? What? And then, but all she does, and then she like looks back at you again with that big smile waiting, like a, like a dog who's happy that you've come home sort of thing. A big smile. Speaking of dog, where's Hodge? Yeah, Hodge is with me, but Hodge had to sit outside during. Did Hodge get his hair done? No, Hodge did not get his hand out. No, Hodge sat outside like a good boy with his dried fish. <laughs> ah, the wolf's favourite. <laughs> well, the bag of fish is getting a bit dry now, so <laughs> I need to go buy some more. Don't talk to you about yourself like that, Jules. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> and the goblin is the the goblin is just standing there expectantly with this gigantic grin, waiting for whatever it is um, you've come for. So you know, hate it. And Marley's kind of pointing vaguely at the sign outside. She says, Taluna's to expand the universe. I know all about Haiti. 
I don't know Hadid. No one knows Hadid. No one can meet Hadid. Hadid's a god, but I know about him. Well, see, the thing is, you can know Hadid. And, and do you know Hadid? I do know. Do you know Hadid? And then she, she gets right in your face. You know Hadid? What? You know Hadid? What do you mean? What do you mean you know Hadid? Have you accepted Hadid into your life? Well, he kind of invaded our lives, to be fair. Um, like, we picked him up and, uh, and Molly's kind of rambling because she's really thrown by this <laughs> goblin who seems to know more about everything than she does. Uh, we picked him up to the bottom. You know, there was there was a zombie on him and he was a, he was a gem at that point. And... I mean, I think he was the gem, or was he just, that's just the heart of him. I don't really know if it's his actual heart. (laughs) Are you a crazy person? Is that what this is? Are you a crazy person? Are you wasting my time? What I'm trying to say is, Hayden gave me something to give to you. He did. He he did. Yeah. (laughs) You're joking, right? This isn't real. I'm dreaming, and she starts hitting hitting herself in the head. I'm dreaming. I'm I'm dreaming. I grab the hand. I'm like, oh my god! Now you've put this goblin in my head as Dobby. <laughs> like, I want to give it a sock. <laughs> sock in the damn mouth. That's a Harry Potter like, reference, I grab, right? I grab, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, look, we haven't even introduced Harry ourselves. Are you? Are you Shabs? I am Shabs to learn us I'm, to expand the universe. I'm I'm Marley. Marley. My friend Hades. Wanted me to give you something that he thought. Well, you were already close to inventing, but he just. She's, she's like shaking with anticipation, like a child about to get candy. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I'd I'd let him tell you himself, but I'm not sure if he. And Molly takes out the giant key and like pulls it, puts it in the air, and turns it and opens the door, hoping that Heidi might have already like seen what's about to happen and takes out the wristwatch at the same time, hoping that he'll kind of do what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So you open the door and the first thing that happens is, um, you you hear Hades voice, um, say, I hope you're going to go looking for Shab soon. You don't need a makeover. Stop wasting time. (laughs) And Marley kind of giggles. Yeah, and, Sh- and Shabs stares at you in absolute wonderment. And you can tell the you can tell the question. Yeah, you can tell the question on her lips is, "Was that who I think that was?" But she doesn't say and, uh, a word. Molly's just like, "Hate it," you know. <laughs> what a guy. Hey, 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 hate, hate it. Hey, hate it. Hate it is in that hole. That well, that hole leads to hate it. Well, she goes is- to put her hand in it. Don't, I mean, you can't live in there. It's kind of like a bag of holding if you know those. You know, you can't, like, it suffocate you. But he passes us. He puts stuff in there, and then we get stuff out of there. And as long as it's not living, it kind of makes the trip. And then this is what he put in here for you. She hold, She doesn't at first see what the watch is. She just sees, like, a thing on a strap. Yeah. As she sort of, like, excitedly snatches it from you, she says, is this my surprise? Is this my... Yeah. And then she turns it around and she sees that it has a clock face. And her jaw drops. And on a goblin, that drops far. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I cannot emphasize how big their mouths are. Um, And she says, this is... This, this isn't possible. Well, you can't make a clock this small. Are you trying to I've seriously tried. tell the god of knowledge that he can't do something? Hey, it's tits. Um, um, blasphemy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. And she like, the door's still open. He can pretty much hear everything once we close the door. Oh, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Oh, this is like when you meet your heroes. Um, close it. Close it now. Close it now. Close it now. now. And Molly closes the door, turns the tea, takes it up, like takes the key out. I can check that again in five minutes and see if he's checked it, if you like. It's kind of like a, I was about to say a answering machine, but... (laughs) They probably don't I haven't, just... I haven't invented that yet. Um, she, while you're talking, she's already like walked away from you, and she's like sweeping things off of like what becomes apparent, like that it is a workbench, but it was just so piled with shit you couldn't tell. Um, like she clears a space, puts the watch down on it, grabs a hammer, and just smashes the face of it straight away. And she's what are you doing? And, like, with her with her quick little goblin hand, she like completely disassembles it, and she's like, wow. Oh, this, and then turns back to you. Do you know the possibilities? Well, and Molly 
turns her wrist around where she's finally figured out that this is where it lives. <laughs> she's like, well, I, I put my mini clock tower on my wrist and it tells me the time all the time. You've got one too. And then, and then she like pulls out a big chunk of the mechanism. She's like, with, 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 with clockwork this small, I, I could, oh, wait. And she leaves the room. You think you think you think she leaves the room. You can't see her anymore amongst the junk. Okay. I You're left like, alone. lean over the counter to see if I can see where she might have gone. Um, no, you just see like a trail there leading to like what looks like an open door to another part, like I another part of the. Walk in. Molly's pretty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like and Hodges with me too, so I've just got this me and this wolf just walking through a door. Is oh, it yeah. like so you just like, sized or is it like goblin? Yeah, it's just a, it, it's a normal normal person sized door, and you're just like yeah. pushing this ocean of junk out the way, and like there's like mountains of gears and springs and stuff falling over, and there's like this awful clinking clanking noises every with every movement. Um, but you go into this other room, and it's a it's quite a bit cleaner than that room. Like you get the impression that that's where she does all of her junk work. Mm. Um, and in this back room, you see her examining the outside of what looks like a mechanical person like a very clockworky type person a humanoid made of junk and cogs and rusted brass and things like that and she's like rubbing her hands around trying to find like the right place to do something and then fits the the clockwork from the watch into a hole and she's like he knew he knew but he's the god of knowledge is is shab's surprised that i'm in (laughs) at all yeah. No. As, as yeah as you say he's the god of knowledge she turns around surprised she's like oh, hey deep be dumbstruck um and then clicks the thing into place and this mechanical person sort of like jerks to life uh shabs and she turns and smiles and says yeah sorry what was your name what is what is that you, you don't need to know what that is that's an amazing invention is what it is what does it do hopefully it does whatever i want I've never got it going until now. What do you mean, hopefully it does? Is it a, is it a person? She points to your to Hodge and says, is that a person? Well, no, but... What does that do? He need clockwork to go. Smells like he needs fish to go. I, yes. Can't just say that Shabs is my favourite character so far. <laughs> Including Banfall. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's different. What what is what is that? I mean, you've created this. She puffs up her chest with pride. I have. Can help me clean up this place. Can help me do a lot of things. So it just does what you ask. I hope so. Let me try. And then she looks up at its face. So it's like normal humanish height. So like five and a half feet. Mm. Um, and she's, you know, three feet tall as a goblin. She looks up at it and she says, um, I haven't named him or it. And turns back to you. What's a good name? Um, Hamish. <laughs> Hamish. It's like Haydet, but Amish. It's like an Amish Haydet. Yeah. Which is the opposite. So he's the god of invention and knowledge. Yeah. And the Amish are the opposite of that. So it's kind of a... An oxymoron of sorts. Not that yeah. I know what the Amish are. Someone say a knee-jerk reaction. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a throwback to my, a friend of mine. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man, if only we had Patreon donors who could be named. <laughs> um, oh, this is this is my mechanical man, um, Afamato. <laughs> um, well, how does he know what you're asking? Because I invented him. So only you can tell him what to do. What happens if I tell him what to do? I don't know. Find out. Okay. And Marley sort of stands up straight and says, Alpha Marta, stand up. It's already standing up. It just uh. li- it raises its head and sort of like looks at you quizzically. It doesn't have any facial expression whatsoever. It's just like a blank head. But it like tilts uh. its head sideways. Afmata, touch your toes. It like turns its head towards Shabs as if like assessing like, is this okay? (laughs) 
she gives no reaction and it then goes like jerks a couple times back and forward and then very clunkily bends over and touches its toes okay touch your nose she says it doesn't have a nose not yet okay touch your shoulders it clunkily touches its shoulders but i didn't it's say listening your name you. i got it, you uh, in, yeah in context it knows you're that out. you're talking to it <laughs> okay dm out bye guys you play the rest of the game <laughs> Afamata says, I've invented a new game. She says, mm. anyway, um, I've got a lot of work to do. I've got a, um, now that he works, thank you for that, for the, for the, uh, what did you call it? A watch? Um, yeah. Or did you not say the word watch? No, no, because I, I, I listened back to the episode. Hayden never actually says to Marley or Bamford that they're wristwatches. Oh, I thought he did. Yeah, no, never oh, mind. But She's a, oh, go, it's a, a mini, mini clock tower that sits on your wrist that you watch the time of. Call out. I oh, don't know. I'll call it a wristwatch. Yeah, sounds good. And you've got one. Too. You've got one too. Do you use oh. yours? Are, are there any more? Um, my friend's got one as well. Hayden gave us three: one for us each, and one for you. Wow, this is—you have no idea what a game changer this is. Now that I've got Afamata to work. I can mass-produce these. I, I can recreate Haydet's invention. Yeah, I mean, you know, if Do you, you think he... them in different colours and match them to different people's outfits, they could even buy them as, like, accessories for different outfits, you know? Like, I reckon this could be a real game-changer in the court. Do you think they'd sell them at that snooty swallow-style place? Oh, yeah, for sure. All you have to do, maybe you press to digitate it to, like, get somebody in to do it with like some sparkling or something as well. So it's like, you know, really shiny and, and beautiful. Maybe it changes color on the hour. Like, oh, there's so much you could do. Oh my God. This is I gonna make you me sell these. Do you think, do you think this is what he had in mind? Do you think he, he knew how big this would be? I don't know. You know, hate it has a funny way of doing things. You think he's doing one thing and then he kind of sets you down a path to do another thing. Like, I didn't know why I was delivering you this, would you call it a wristwatch? But here I am and here you are with all of these ideas. So, I don't know, what do you, maybe you'll give somebody a wristwatch or inspire somebody else to do something and it'll just keep going, you know? I think we're on the dawn of something very special. I've got a lot of work to do. If you, if you don't mind seeing yourself out. No. Yeah. Thank you. Fine. Please come back. Okay. I'm going to come back when you make one of those with prestidigitation and glittery change it on the hour. I want one of them. Gucci! <laughs> Molly walks out. <laughs> Disturbing piles of junk on your way out. Mm-hmm. She's feeling quite pleased with herself. Cool. You've just helped someone invent a robot. The world's first robot. Yeah. I don't really know what that means. And Molly doesn't really have the knowledge to be scared of, like, AI. or <laughs> it's, po- it's potentially the dawn of a new age. Yeah. So she's just like, yeah, that was kind of cool. I made it touch its shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the pinnacle of human achievement. And <laughs> that's the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, good shit. That was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. There's dr- drugs, haircuts, and nice drugs, I haircuts, and robots. Yay! <laughs> yeah. What I was gonna do um, is I was going to when he presents like the mass-produced pills, so not like the prototype. They're all gonna have. He's gonna point out to you that they have the letter E on them, but then he's gonna tell you that that stands for excited euphoria, which are both E words. I was gonna ask him to press an apple on them. That's even better. Do that instead. Next time you talk to him, tell him you want a batch with apples on them. Is, is Banffle seriously setting himself up for a drug-selling empire? Banffle's trying to build a drug empire and take over the Vice District? And it looks like Marley got herself a fabulous new do and may or may not have thrust the world of Ison into a new technological age. I'm not going to lie, this is getting really, really interesting.
Hey, don't forget to say hi to us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Faderweissen, or drop us an email, Faderweissen at gmail.com. Or, as always, you can chat, uh, chit-chat, chat, chit-chat, chat-chat, chat-chit, chitty-chitty, chat-chat, bang-bang, with us in real time on the Necropoticon Discord server. Bye for now, everyone, and thanks again for listening. Hey, this is Paul. This is Beth. I'm Emily. And we're from On The Shoulder. Uh, the show you just listened to is part of the Necropodicon network. That's Necropodicon. Necropodicon! <laughs> if you're looking for some uh, D&D adventures in a modern world with devils, davers, and... Dicks. Well, yeah, there sure are. Um, and Daytois. Find us on the Necropodicon network. Uh, www.necropodicon.com Smell you later. Peace. <laughs>